What's going on? What is it? Episode 21. one On uh, the date, Monday the 18th of January. We're back in the back in the studio, back in the garage, in basically a pizza oven. Double brick that's been steaming up with 40 degree temperatures over the last three days. And I've walked in here now and I've just thought like I'm like Roe Jogan going in like some sauna session, taking all these different what do these guys use, man? Steroids probably. He's got a head that looks like a tikva. And he goes, No, nah, it's all natural. It's all natural. He eats five kilos of beef a week. Anyway, so boiling in the studio, but doing what I have to do to get out to rap. Get out to push the the message out to the gladiators. How's everyone feeling? Hope everyone's feeling good. I'm more tired than a donkey that's just walked 43 kilometers carrying feta cheese and crusty bread from Bitola to Iveni, where my grandfather's from, and back so he can barter some of the sheep wool that he's got that he's been shearing for the last three months in order to get a few kilos of feta cheese to grill it in the morning so he can go like some posh cafe in Melbourne. Drizzling feta, drizzling avocado slices. They didn't have avocado back from where I'm from, bro. I showed my grandfather what avocado was the other day. He goes, what is that thing, bro? He goes, what's that, like a big passion for it? I go, no, no, it's not. It's avocado. It's like a butter. He goes, butter? Why? Just use butter. I go, no, no, no. This is like better for your heart, better for your this, better for your that. He goes, no, I'm not going to even try it. Just get butter and get the feta cheese over here. He's 85 years old. The guy drinks a liter of wine a day, let alone other things. After the wine, doesn't care, and looks after my grandmother. So I reckon the alcohol is what keeps him going. And uh, the butter and the cheese, that just goes straight through him, bro, like water down a drain. Not a problem for him. Never complaining about health. Actually, when we go over to his house, sometimes my sister, my cousins, they all these guys are all hipsters. So they're like, they come over and this guy's like, he'll put pork on a barbecue. He's splashing canola oil like he's, like he's trying to christen the pork. The way that he's he's going, no, no, I go, then you don't even need it, bro. Just don't worry, it's got fat in it. He goes, shut up, man. Go outside and grab the third or fourth Corona and just kick back. I've been doing this for ages. You don't need to tell me how to cook. And that's it. And these hipsters will sit down at the table and my sister will be like, do you have any gluten-free uh, sauce? And like you ask someone that's lived through World War what sauce is. He goes, yeah, there's there's tomato sauce in the fridge, Rosella, which is the best one, by the way. And she goes, no, 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 that's that's crap. That's got chemicals in it. That's got this and that. He goes, I don't have anything else. She goes, all right, do you have like white, rock, no, sorry, pink rock salt? I need Himalayan rock salt. I need some salt from where Jesus was born. And he goes, bro, listen, if this is not good enough, kick back on the couch and watch us eat. And I've heard him say this a couple of times, and at first it was shocking. But now that I've had children, and I'm hearing them starting to pipe up at the age of three, start saying stuff, oh, that's not right, I want this, you need that, say sorry. You start going, bro, I'm going to take the approach of my grandfather, which is a more of a 
suffer no fools approach. Take it or leave it. If you don't like it, cook it yourself. If you need a gluten-free, meat-free, vegan-free, taste-free meal, bring it. Bring it, sit down next to us and eat and remain depressed. And we'll sit here and we'll, we'll, we'll show you an example of living a guilt-free, happy-go-lucky lifestyle is what he's trying to do. And to be honest, I've gone there. I try to limit myself. Like I'll limit the meat intake. I'll limit the alcohol. He'll have seven pieces of pork. He doesn't care. He will smash four rakias and then three pure blondes and then maybe half a litre of wine. And then when we all leave, when we ask him, can we help Can we help with the dishes? He goes, get out of here, bro. You'll break all my dishes that I've kept since your father's wedding. Just leave. Let me do my thing, bro. Your grandmother's going to do my eating for the next two hours as to why I drank and why she sat on the couch being as boring as batshit. Because she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to admit that he's the entertaining one out of the tear. And he goes, "That's all right, bro. He doesn't even have Roe Jogan to put on in a podcast while he washes twenty-seven dishes, thirty-five dishes, or whatever it is. After he's had everyone come over, he just gets on with it, bro. Closes his head off, puts on the water, and does a half-assed job of washing the dishes. That you can still have the oil from the pork the next day when you go over to have cereal. So." I do not know why I've gone on to this topic. Again, I go left sometimes and sometimes I don't come back. So it's been all right, not about a week. I've got a scratchy throat. I thought it might be COVID, but then I thought, no, it's not COVID, bro. There's six cases of COVID in the whole New South Wales. What are the chances that I got it yesterday while licking the ocean Holding on to turtles' backs like Finding Nemo or smashing four crafties yesterday in the park with my brother-in-law and my wife and my sister-in-law and the kids. No chance. So I'm not even going to go and get tested, bro. What I will have to get tested is if I have to go to Melbourne, which I am going to Melbourne, if they allow me in, bro. It's like a different country down there. Now I'm not sure whether I need to go and get a COVID test if I need it, I will, bro. I'll go and get a COVID test. They'll say negative. They'll go, you're negative. I go, I oh, know, I was born negative. But I do strategies to bring me the positive. Shut up. Audi. Hairstyles. Tanned. Track record, Usain Bolt. Dupont. This, that. So they can't get me on that. So this week's been a big week politically, bro. I'm going to touch on a bit of American politics. Um, Donald Trump has been banned from Twitter. They could not wait to get this bloke off. They've made their billions of dollars while he was in office. And the moment that he was um, impeached, they go, right, it's time to cut our losses. This guy's not going to bring anything for us anymore because Joe Biden, by the law, is going to come in next and he's going to be a social justice warrior in uh, guys behind an 87-year-old senile person. And he's going to say this, that. He said today, I read, I saw a video of him going, in jail, if you go to jail, it's not, the, the, the people in jail cannot determine your sexuality. If you choose to be a woman, you can go to a female jail, if you choose it. If you choose to be a man, you can be in a man's jail. I'm thinking to myself, God help the world, bro. 
heaven help this catastrophe if he's going to be the leader of the free world, speaking like that. And heaven help the females in the jails, bro. Because the guys, they're not going to care. If a couple of females go, oh, I'm a man. They go over to the bloke's side, that'll be fine. But if a bloke goes over to the female side, it's not fair, bro. It's like getting my cousin Dushke jumping on the female soccer team, bro. This guy's going to put him top left corner all the time, top right corner, bottom left. Constantly winning everywhere, bro. He'll be the big dog on the league. He'll be like Cristiano Ronaldinho. So I don't know if he gets right. I don't know what he's on about. I think seriously that the bloke needs to go to, down to Bexley Gardens Retirement Village, get some you know those cards, Uno or whatever it's called, and start playing it with another senile person and reminiscing about the 40s when he used to be 25 years old, 30 years old then. I'm not sure how old he was then. And talking about the good old days when Elvis Presley was only eight. That's the way to go because we need someone with half a brain in there. Trump is gone. Job item by the law. That guy's catastrophic. Get out of here. Get someone maybe around their 50s, bro. Someone that can still bar it up. America, if you're listening to this, bro, and I know you're all nodding. I know you're all going, yep, yep. He's right. Yep. Bloke's right. Good point, Ed. They love that stuff. A lot of dude. A lot of pal. Yeah, pal. That's more New York style. Dude, that's more the West Coast throwing up like the peace sign when they're coming out of a tube in Santa Monica Beach. Yeah, so yesterday I hit the beach with my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law, jumped in the ocean because the knee has been catastrophic and I got an MRI, then I'll, I'll go over what it says in the MRI now. I went for a swim, 2Ks, out to the ocean. I hit the 1K mark. I see the whales, say day. Flip it, twister, back. Come back to shore, towel off, sitting under some senka. Love a senka. A wog loves a senka. Nothing more than a wog loves than a huge tree that they can bask under. Put out a couple of big, like, uh, picnic blankets. What else? Do we? we don't have any alcohol, but we had water, more water, some chips, dip. Got some burgers, really unhealthy stuff, but it was cheat day, bro. It's like these gym guys that do the Instagram videos. They pay $5,000 a month so they can seem like they're known everywhere. They have cheat days. We had a cheat day yesterday. At one point, we did go up to the BWS and get a little four-pack. Had some music pumping. John Digweed is sitting there. There's wogs everywhere, bro. You could throw a dart and hit a wog yesterday in this park. All of them with kids, all of them blown out, out of the sides. Looks like some 1974 Tirana that's tubbed out in their lower back, in their guts and tits. The men I'm talking about, the women, half of them look like pears. Half of them were not eating pears, eating baklava, eating cheesecakes, who knows what. I know I didn't see one fruit. Actually, I did see someone with like a, 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 a an Aldi bag full of cherries just smashing it, just waiting till the next day to freak out when they drop a shit in the toilet and they go, what the fuck is that? And then they have to start scratching their head and realize why is it bleeding out the back then, realizing that they had a kilo and a half of cherries to themselves in the park yesterday. But 
yeah, played with the kids, wrestled. I did a bit of UFC wrestling for the first time, MMA wrestling or whatever you want to call it, my brother-in-law. So I'm a big bloke, man, broad shoulders, exceptionally good looking to my mum. And and he's like a smaller guy, maybe 20 kilos lighter than me, but slave tat, beard, little hairstyle, little frizzura. You know what I mean? He's got that kind of tough, tough look to him. When you look at his tough, bro, that's that's the kind of aura that he's giving out. My aura is like, look who I am. That's my aura. He's he's like, and anyway, I don't know. I did something like a little, a little couple of punches in the air, like a little bit of shadow boxing, like like hard, like you know. He goes, bro, have you ever done any grappling on the floor? I go, not really, man. I prefer to grapple with my missus in the bedroom, rip the J-banger off real quickly and go, left. He goes, nah, nah, with a man, like, would you like to put your nose deep into my cavern? I go, definitely not. He goes, nah, he's the people do it. Conor McMuffin, Khabib with a lot, all these other MMA fighters. I go, listen, bro, what are you trying to allude to, bro? Before I, before I clip you out here with one of these Floyd moneymaker haymakers that I've got. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, let's, let's have a little rumble, bro. He goes, I, I did a bit of grappling, BJJ. I think it's, I don't know what it is, a blowjob junction for men. And he goes, we can do a little bit of that. And he goes, see how you go. I'll go, all right, all right, let's go. Let's go. So anyway, we've had a couple of drinks. The kids kind of move out of the way. There was a bit of a scene, you know what I mean? And he goes, come on, I'm just going to try to get you down a little bit now. He goes, all right, I'm going to try to pull you down on the ground. We'll see what happens. He goes, just defend yourself like normal. I go, all right. So he's like, quick, bro. Starts coming, circling me like some monkey. I go, what's going on, bro? Like now I'm on the back four. Tackles me, but I don't go down, but I just lock the back leg, this leg into the ground like some trunk of a palm tree, bro. Couldn't move it. He goes, fire up, bro. I go, no, no, keep going, but I go, can I drop elbows now? Like, can I throw a hit at you? He goes, no, nah, no, punches, bro. Like, this is wrestling. I go, oh, all right. So I just dropped all the weight on his back. or splash guff. My poor bloke was underneath me like a cat under a semi-trailer, bro. I felt sorry for him, bro. He goes, I don't know what he was saying. Starts slapping my leg. Apparently that means tap out, like get off. I think you squished his jugular. Like oh, I front, I front a lot of weight in a compromising position. The way I fell apparently was like one of the most immaculate moves, bro. I didn't know what it was. I was just dropping sheer weight on him, you know, for all the muscles from chin-ups, pull-ups, lone wolf licking, turtle, turtle skimming, whale watching. So I go, I go, was that all right? He goes, bro, I was mad, bro. You should do this a little bit more, bro. I go, I know what this is like, bro. What you're doing now is you're recruiting. I get it, okay? Lots of people in the world do it well. Gamblers do it good. Druggers do it well. Lesbians do it well. It's a recruiter. There's always someone out there recruiting the ideology. And if you get, if you, like, if you give them the benefit of the dizzy, you can get go gamble the first time. Throw fifty in a pokey, pull out eighty, bro. You go, no way, bro. Thirty bucks extra. What's that? And the guy goes, bro, you're mad at gambling, bro. 
Nah. And then just fast forward three years down the track, you're living in a one-bedroom rental in Penrith. Your missus has left you because you gamble their house away. And you don't have a house left. Your kids don't want to talk to you. So you got to be careful, bro. So I was like, I know where you're coming from, bro. Like, I get her. I got a knack, but trust me, I can go left when I have to in the karate. I'm like, I'm like that guy from the Cobra Kai. Like, if I have to, I chop heads, bro. And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, you're good at it, bro. You, you're pretty good. So I thought, all right. I went to bed last night. I woke up this morning. I go, I'm sore in all these crevices in my body that haven't been sore before. My hips, my groin, my shoulder blade, my vrat, my neck sore, bro. Like I thought that would be an area my missus would have sore, let alone me. Now I've got a sore neck. I'm thinking, what is this scratchy throat? I mean, we're rumbling for 15 minutes, bro, but we were going pretty hard at, at some points, like not in a gay way, just in a brother, brother-in-law love way, you know, where you give each other a beer. But this guy, he didn't want to, he, he was going hard. He kept going, go harder, bro, go harder. I go, listen, bro, he's getting gay by the second. The missus is watching, your missus is watching. I've got reputations, children, this, that. People in the park seeing me wearing, wearing the sunnies. People have got their phones out. They didn't really. I think they had their phones out more that they thought two people were brawling in the park. One guy with a sleeve tat and the other guy with an immaculate hairstyle and a tan. But, yeah, so I thought, bro, not a bad idea, man. Like, I watched the UFC while eating KFC, so I, I'm definitely one of those guys that gets it. But I don't know whether, whether I would pursue becoming some animal in the ring think I'm too old for it now. If I get into some grapple, bro, I'll throw my lower back out. I'll need 16 MRIs and I have to pray to God, go to church every Sunday. Please, bro, I was only mucking around in no. I lost my flexibility from running for six years straight and not stretching once. So I made up my mind. I'm not going to pursue it hard, but I might dabble. I might dabble a little bit, get in the ring a little bit, bro. It wasn't a bad day all in all. My little daughter is the funniest thing, bro. She had, we had those little tennis things, like a tennis ball. You throw it like she's got a little catcher in her hand, right? And it's just this Velcro. You know it, bro. It's like a big plate with Velcro on it. You throw the ball at her, she catches it. She throws it back, you catch her. The Velcro ball, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, uh, my brother-in-law or something like that, she saw a ball like 30 metres away and some guys, a family, a husband, a wife and two kids – kicking this tennis ball along the ground as they're walking to their car. Now, she goes, she goes, Dada, they, my, they took my ball. And I go, I didn't know what she was talking about because her ball was next to us, but we didn't see it. I got to know what you're talking about. She goes, no, no, they took her. She's free, by the way. She runs up to these kids, to this family. Then she's about 40 meters away. We can't hear what she's saying. So these adults turn around. I've got this little three-foot person in a – not Dora the Explorer, in a Elsa from Frozen dress and sandy hair, looking at them with her back to us, pointing a finger at them. Now, these people, they're looking around to see who the parents are. Now, I strictly told my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, my wife, do not look at the people. Turn around. Let her deal with it. 
It's about time, bro. Like, she's going to enter the world at three and a quarter. She, if she's going to open up this Pandora's box, she can end it. It's got nothing to do with us. Now, they're obviously going, what's wrong with you? The beers have got to your head. Maybe lost a little bit of oxygen because of the grappling. All right, what type of father are you? I got to shut the up. That's my kid. I created that a little bit over six minutes, seven minutes. The missus did the other eight and a half months. Do not look at her. So they don't look. So anyway, it's like three minutes. I go, oh, I better turn around and have a look, bro. Maybe they took her home. I turn around. She's still there advocating. The kids, they've got their hands on their heads like it's some terrorist stand-up, stick-up, and their parents don't know what's going on. So I go, all right, that's enough. The gig's over. So I wave, I whistle. I whistle and wave at them. She turns around. I go, your ball's over here, daddy. So she comes back. And as they walk past me, they go, sorry. Then she got a little bit confused. <laughs> she got a little bit confused, you know. She thought our ball was, I go, you don't need to blame her. I'll take the blame. And they go, why? I go, it's hard to say this, but but it's a very, the, the odds are so low that this happened to you guys because all my life I've taught her, you forgive people. No matter what they do to you, you be the bigger person to, to forgive them and walk away unless someone takes your tennis ball. Never forgive that. So that's how that ended, and I was pretty peaceful. I was actually proud of my little girl. I go, oh, you handle yourself great. She goes, where's my Elsa doll? She don't even know what handling is. And I go, oh, I'm very proud of you, bro. She goes, yeah, thanks a lot. Give me the iPad now because I'm tired. I want to kick back after that altercation. Yep, so that was that. On the note of the MRIs, I got my knee MRI'd. And let's have a look what I said, bro. All right, so what the hell is this, bro? I swear to God, Steve Jobs does not stop working. Now he's giving me stuff in my photos. So within my photo gallery, there's... Memories coming up, music coming up, what links to edit photos. Just leave me alone, bro. Enjoy yourself. All right, right knee. Ongoing knee pain for six months with no injury. Now, I'm going to put this on the podcast, so if anyone out there knows what they're doing, I need some help with my knee. The query is tendonitis, query meniscal tear, and query osteoarthritis. Now, Arthritis was some Greek guy that was doing too many squats in in Athens back in the day, and his knees gave out. They blew out, and he was walking around like looking like some wobbly bird by the end of his life. So I think osteo, I don't know what that, I think that means bone, but Arthritis was Arthritis. That his name was Arthritis, and it just made it short easier for English people. Arthritis, like, you know, you, you say instead of good day, you just go, good day. That's like arthritis, arthritis. So that's my understanding of that ailment. So there is only minor joint effusion. Not sure what that is. 
No marrow edema, all right. There is no significant chondral loss. There you go. No, there's no osteoarthritis within the compartments deep in the immaculate shredded tissues. Only some fissuring affecting the medial shredded patella facet with attend subchondral changes. There is minimal surface hair due to waxing wind is that. And um, the quadriceps are in Mac and shredded and beyond belief. The patella tendons look uh, as tight as my Uncle Dimche's bank account. And the popliar's tendons are intact. The MCL, ATM, LCL, CBR, UFC, and the, the ABN are all preserved. So no discrete meniscal tear. They don't have a tear. No uh, no baker's cyst. I don't know what that means. There is a well-defined, elongated, structured posterior PCL measuring 1.4 centimetres of pure godlike muscle lesions. All right, so no, no comment is no significant internal derangement. The guy is perfectly arranged. There is low-grade chondromalacial on the lateral patella facet. So there you go. I've got some low-grade chondromalacia. I'm not sure that is. That maybe is just because the ITB has been stretched from too much golf and too much free time before I, was, I had my kids. Minor degenerative change. Again, nothing major. No tears. Non-specific something. This and that. Small adjacencies. All right. Perfect. Thanks for referring, my cousin Vlad. We really appreciate him going in the MRI and partially going deaf listening to that machine. I'm sitting there listening to the Beatles on headphones. So what that tells me is I'm I'm a stiff, stiff bloke. I'm not going to swear on this. You know the word I'm going to use. I'm a stiff cut bloke. And I haven't stretched enough. I've been running too hard for too long on a large frame. Obviously not fat, but muscular, tall, broad shoulders, looking like Steven Seagal. And um, it's time to stretch it out. So 2021, bro, on the vision board, there's no running. There's other things that are going to elevate my heart rate, like cycling. I've started cycling again. I washed off the bike the bike looks immaculate, bro. I'm like Lance Legstrong. I'm like a Balkan version of Lance Armstrong with a huge leg. Calves that would that would make Arnold Schwarzenegger ask me, how'd you get those, man? Huh? What did you do? So I'm going to go a different route this year and try to switch it up. I might do a little bit of mixed martial arts just to see if I can belt someone if they take my tennis ball. And I might do a little bit of rock climbing. I'm thinking rock climbing is a good idea. Cycling, definitely ocean swimming. Going to enter a few ocean swimming races, five kilometers. Try to go far, bro. See how far I can go. I've got to swim from Bondi to Bronte and Bronte to Bondi back. Touch the sand, flip around, go around. Then let's touch on the shows now. So, Sydney, please pay attention. I have moved it officially to the factory theatre from the Enmore 
it's not going well with the COVID, bro. I'm not going to leave it to the uh, four weeks out and they go, we can't have more than 400 people in here and then we're going to have to space everyone out and make it look awkward. It's a theatre. There's the factory theatre, it's it's mad. Like they're all little tables so I can pack it out where everyone gets their own table. If there's four people bought a ticket, they can get a little table together. If there's eight people, they can get tables where we're a theatre. They're going to have to get like four people in a row and then leave three or four seats out and then a four. I'm not down for that. That's not Audi. If I take a photo of that, it's going to look like 50% of the people didn't turn up and I'm not going to do it. I'm not taking a risk. So there is a date change along with that. So it used to be Sunday, the 28th of March. Now it's Thursday, the 25th of March. Both are whatever day, Sunday or Thursday, same thing. Either side of the weekend, Thursday's probably a little bit better at um, the factory theatre. So same place I did Sydney last time. I am going to be doing an altered show. It's not going to be the same show for Sydney. The show that I did in Sydney in October, I will be taking around the country because that show's in Mac. But Sydney, you're testing me now, bro, because I'm a guilty bloke. I don't want to make. I want to make sure that you guys don't turn up and see the same thing. So I'm going to be working on new material. 80% new material, bro. There's going to be a, an acoustic song. There's going to be a, 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 another song with music on the speakers. I'm going to need to get into shape. Maybe an encore. Just give me your tips. Um, there's going to be a sh- like a movie put on. Um, and then obviously my, my set, which is just going to be an hour worth of strategies, observations, and anecdotes. Everything immaculate, obviously, everything minimum Audi shredded. Maybe in some moments we'll be really shredded. We'll, you'll have to wait and see. But the tickets are still available. It's about 75% sold out. So if you haven't bought tickets to Sydney, you jump on ticketdeck.com. Even if it still says Edmore Theatre, you just buy the tickets that go straight to the factory theatre. They're going to change all of that this week so I can say factory, but don't let it stop you. It's the same price for all the tickets around Australia, no difference. And the factory is, is about 500 metres away from uh, the Edmore Theatre anyway, and it's, a, it's an amazing place, bro. Last time was an amazing show. This one's going to be just as good, maybe even better. And uh, we're going to take that take that off the first show, February 19th, Wollongong. And then we go 25th in Canberra, 26th in Newcastle. And then off in March to Melbourne, times four shows. Melbourne, two of them are sold out. The other two are about 65 70% sold out. So there's only a handful of tickets, maybe 100 tickets left for Melbourne. You might want to get online if you're a Victorian listening to this and start to wrap these tickets so we don't miss out because who knows when I'm going to tour again. It'll probably be next year, maybe 2022, maybe the end of the year. just depends on COVID catastrophe and obviously depends on how much I'm wrapping at work and how much free time I got. But can't wait, bro. Make sure that you guys get your tickets. Make sure that you guys looking Mac, get shredded. Tell your friends, come along. Let's make this an amazing tour, bro. It's a people are going to lose that tour. But up until then, let's rock.